If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Sunburned. I'm Matt. My pipes are leaking. See, that sounds like a euphemism, but, but it's, it's not, not a euphemism. Yeah. No, there's just like a giant pool, or there was a giant pool of water in my junk room. We've cleaned that up and knocked down one of the walls. So they're going to fix that tomorrow, hopefully. Okay. And then I got to wait several more days for the walls to be put back up. Okay. See, now we have had two home-related disasters. We have fire and now water. I assume I'm going to have the earth or air-related one at some point. You're just, um, earth, you're just earth and wind. Sure, yeah. Tightening the root. We're due for an earthquake. Back. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, no, so... No fire yet? No fire yet. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I live in SoCal, you guys. This should be on fire all the time, but it's not. Canada's ahead of you. You got to catch up. Yeah, it's NorCal. That's usually on fire, isn't it? Uh, it varies. Like, it's usually it rains for you guys, and then we get like the last strap of it, so we dry out faster than you do. I think. Yeah. There's also uh, just less trees to go around down here. Yeah. Yeah. Usually down up north there. where there's all the like trees are, so yeah, there are too many trees. In north. That's right. Yeah. Remember that time the forest fires got so bad the smoke blanketed at, blanketed like, out the sun. Like yeah. imagine there's a fire in San Bernardino County, right? Where's it going? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's got nowhere to go. I just, just remember that time, <laughs> like both sides of the 405 caught on fire, and then <laughs> yeah, that was wild. They closed it down behind me. Like I was going up, and they were like. All right, everybody passed it a certain point. Can't come on anymore. So I just drove through the Sepulveda fat pastor. What as, looked like a flaming vagina. <laughs> just both sides. I wish you would have described <laughs> that any other way. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. You could have so describe that in a much cooler way, but you decided to describe it in the most cringe way possible. I understand. I know. I must myself. It happens. Yep. What are we going to do? Anyway, um, so today is a uh, create a card episode, which we haven't done forever. It's been a long time. That's true. It has been a while. Yeah. And we asked you uh, you all to submit your uh, create a cards for us to review. And then I remember why we haven't done an episode like this in a long time. Not a lot of people do it, but uh, w we got some interesting ones to look at, mostly through our, our dear friend, uh, lyrics underscore mad. Um, Mr. Pew, whatever you want to call him, uh, on on Twitter, he he posts these like constantly and tags us in it. Which, by the way, you, the listener, are welcome to do that anytime. Submit credit cards in the comments, tweet it at us. I don't care. But the challenge for today was to do a ride line, an encounter ride line that wasn't Cater Sanctuary. Correct. So it's Cater anyway. I don't know, something about a, a belly button. I'm not sure. All right. So somebody <laughs> put together a Brant Star Hulk encounter ride line, which is wacky. Also, this guy 
photoshopped it. Most people will just send us the text, but this guy went above and beyond. So at Ace75 on Twitter. Um, so start Hulk glory. It's the normal starter for Overdress, right? If you went second, Road Upon Dragon. The grade one is on Vanguard when placed. Discard a card from your hand. This unit may attack even on the first turn. And when units are revealed during your drive checks, put them on the bottom of the deck instead of putting them into hand. Uh, and then the other effect is when on Vanguard when it attacks, Soul Blast a Lurry, your starter. Stand this unit, and until the end of the turn, when this unit would deal damage to your, uh, a Vanguard, your opponent discards two cards from the top of their deck instead. So, what? One attacks. So, one place. I need to go remind myself what the original Brant did. Some some of it, a lot of it is kind of different, but like it still goes back to that spirit of make sure it's uh, all the triggers go backwards, right? Um, yeah. Just attack on the first turn, and you don't have to do the second effect, but you can. You don't even have to do the first effect; they're both based off a of cost. Yeah. Um, Why would you not do the first? Oh, because you discard a card, right? Yeah. Damage. You wouldn't do the first effect if you go second, because you can attack anyway. Right, right, right. Um, that's true. And then the second effect, the um, you get a restand, but it doesn't do damage damage. It just makes them mill. Mm-hmm. The second effect is something I would be like, why would I ever do this? Unless there was a very specific plan in mind. But the first effect seems, I think, pretty reasonable, actually. Yeah, uh, the first one is fine. It's very similar to uh, that one riser card. High-powered riser custom or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, I actually think this card's fairly reasonable. The second effect, I think, is a bit weak, at least with a, in a vacuum. Um, I would never be using the second effect, I think. Because uh, what's the that, point? Right, exactly. Because it doesn't really fulfill some goal, and, and you know, helping my opponent instead would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would be kind of hesitant to use the second effect, but I think the first effect is quite is quite reasonable. Yeah. It seems powerful at first glance, and then you think about it, and you're like, is it though? Because you're giving your opponent a resource uh, right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, the re- the resource being the counter cards and drops. Yeah. I mean, the... Well, because the second part is when it attacks. No, I'm saying the first part. Oh, the first part, yes. It does give the opponent. And you're start. discarding a card and giving your opponent a counterblast to be up a damage. Which and, is you're not get, and you're not getting to keep a card because it goes to the bottom of the deck. Correct. Yeah. If, the, if the card went to hand, I think this effect would be really, 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 like probably overly strong. But I think the fact that it goes to the bottom of the deck makes it quite a reasonable ability. I think that's a, a fair, a fair um, uh, restriction on it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Um, so what I, I guess what you could do is not have either not have the discard cost or have the drive check. Well, hand. I mean, again, the discard the discard thing could make sense in the grand scheme of things. Like, obviously, like we don't know what their idea for the deck around it is. Yeah. Um, but like if the me milling my opponent is, is uh go, has some goal, like mm-hmm. fulfill some purpose, then it's much more valuable. Right. Okay. Okay, let's see. The original riser cu- <clears throat> riser custom is 
You put a card from hand to the turn, they can attack on the first turn and gets drive minus one. See, that's actually... Yeah, that's actually just worse. Because you minus and give them a counter. Well, it's it's, it's worse and better, right? So mm -hmm. it, and it's it's better in the sense that you get a soul out of it, which mm -hmm. here you don't. Mm -hmm. But you do... This also gives you the opportunity to hit something on the drive check. Mm -hmm. For yeah. better or worse. Um, First turn heal. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you put the heal back in deck. I or guess. something? Yeah. yeah. You still feel like, you, know, you, you, you know the feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, let's look I'll at the Atlas. I put something on. All right, great. Here we go. Chat. Oh, hang on. Uh, let's see. Before we start on the grade two here, what did you send me? <laughs> it's just... Okay, so... Um, <laughs> we can put that in later. <laughs> I'll, put it, I'll put it in later. <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's just do that at the end. Anyway, the grade two. Uh, either of you guys want to read it? Uh, sure. So, Vanguard Rear on place. Your opponent reveals top card of the deck. If it's a trigger, you draw a card. If it's a normal unit, they discard it and it gets drive plus one. Uh, when it intercepts, if you have a Vanguard or Star Hulk, your opponent reveals top card of your deck. If it's a trigger, plus 15k. So, on the battle, and then uh, if they reveal a the normal unit, you may bind it. Hang on, let me reread that second one. The first part looks good. First effect, first effect is pretty strong. Okay. Okay, so this so it's like a riff on what this card did in V. The V version is like when your drive track reveals a Star Hulk, it gets 10k. And then on intercept, if you have a Vanguard with Star Hulk, uh you can look at the top card of your opponent's deck and then you can just bind it. Okay. Or you may bind it. So this is but a riff on that, except kind of gives you like different options. So, mm -hmm. it, like, if you reveal a trigger, it gets extra shield, and then if it's a normal unit, you may bind it. So it's still like similar qualities to the original. And then the and then the first one is kind of going off of that like same idea of kind of milling your opponent and like hoping to dig in, so you run into those triggers that you then mess them up with. Mm -hmm. um although granted it in the case of like the first two the like anti-trigger thing isn't online until turn three yeah so just giving them triggers isn't necessarily good that early yeah um getting the plus off of just being like on turn two you either get a draw or an extra drive check uh, mm -hmm. is good though Yeah. Okay. All right. Now the actual. I like how they took the anime still for for Brant. Weiss <laughs> moment. What? Yeah. So this yeah. card is a grade three. Uh, yeah. And it says one place from riding from the grade two counter boss one soul boss one looks top card of your opponent's deck. You may put it on top of their deck if you do not discard that card. And then counter boss one until end of opponent's next turn uh, for the trigger effects other than. Power increase, change the effect to okay. critical of the attacking units. It gets critical minus one, and heal, steal one damage to your, uh, to your bank. So that is just Brant. Yeah. Yep. Which is like fine, I guess. Um, 
I the feel... first effect seems quite poor, right? Yeah, I feel like it should just work like either on right. play or like riding from the grade two or persona. Like if fe that feels like something that should be like on the grade two, and then it's like if you persona ride, you could do that thing too. I feel like if you want it specifically from the grade two, it should just be free. Yeah, yeah. If it's from the grade two, it should be. F mm, well, it that is, one's just right? like, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that effect should be on like the grade two, where like when the grade three rides on top of it, you can like pay the cost and do the thing. Ah, uh, yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, they've done a lot of that in D as well. Yeah, uh, like, it, like when this is rode upon, yada 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 yada. Yeah, so it's weird that it's like when this rides specifically on top of the grade two is like okay. So what about next turn when you just like persona ride? Mm -hmm. Like that's just doing nothing. It's very strange to have that on the grade three. So it should have either been like when like when this unit is placed, if you persona road, you can like do the thing. I think what annoys me the most like Brant has always been kind of a weirdly popular archetype, right? Like whatever you want to say. Has yeah. it? It's been it's been it's like a, this thing that people talk about every time it comes up just because it's like, a oh, cult versus, following. That's a reverse share if you play. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Also, A seven five included uh, the grade four. Oh my! Brand ringer and some support, which we'll look at in a second. So, I don't think you're even meant to persona, right? You just do the do the okay. one and then try and dig for uh, this. Let's see. When it's placed by running from a card with Brand in his name, look at two cards on the top of your bone set. On top of the deck and any nullify the over trigger. I hang mean, on, hang on, hang on. One at a time. Here. Right, sorry, sorry. On play, check top two. Put any on top. Discard the rest. Fine. Act mm -hmm. on van once per or, uh, once per turn. Counterblast one until the end of your opponent's turn for their non-trigger effects, uh, non-power trigger effects. Change the effects to uh, crit becomes a crit minus one. Draw becomes a discard card. Heal becomes the one damage. Change the gain of front. Triggers to the back row and nullify their over trigger. Yeah. Nullifying over trigger, I'm in. Yeah. Best support. <laughs> I could easily see people like who got burned by the OT one too many times, like, fuck this, I'm playing this. <laughs> I will Just never to lose to the over trigger again. I will lose yeah. to other gameplay elements. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Just play just have your opponent play the dragon tree. You'll never lose to the OT then. And yeah, if you do. Uh, damn! You actually let them live for three turns. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the, with this uh, support, because my problem is that it's like, okay, all right, opponent, you better better not get any triggers. Do you do other stuff? Nah. I mean, Just, like, I mean this this is being designed in a way to like fight against that, right? By being able to stack your opponent's deck. Mm-hmm. God forbid they ever shuffle or something, though, right? Well, yeah. I mean, how are they shuffling like on your turn? Are well, they, I mean, on their never turn. Damage? Well, I guess if they never take damage. Oh, if that's they, true. If yeah. they guard everything, start their turn, and then be like, mm -hmm. okay, search something, shuffle. Um, well, no, because in that case, they would just draw the trigger. Correct. Yeah. But it could also be you, you mill the top two because they're normal units, and then there's more normal units under that. That's also a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, I think they should have dug deeper 
to be honest. It should have been like top, top five or something. No, that top two's fine. Two's yeah. good. Top two is very. Fine. Top two is a very Boucherode number. I think that's a that's a smart number for a, <laughs> a very Boucherode number. I played a lot of Weishwarts, and let okay. me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they love checking top two. Well, of of opponent's deck, anyway. Uh, Of your deck, they'll look at, like, top four. But of opponent's deck, top two. Yeah, like, you know, golds have, like, three or... Yeah, it's anywhere between, like, top two and top five. Like Sometimes seven in Vanguard. Yeah, sometimes it's seven for Van... I don't know. I feel like lately in Vanguard, it's, like, between five and seven, unless you're specifically stacking the deck, then it's, like, two. Yeah, Yeah. Wise will also just search for stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you usually... Usually they'll have some fake restrictions. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. As someone who's playing Hexorb right now, stacking the deck is usually top two, and then everything else is like three, five, and seven. I know the like V Suleiman is top seven looking for an alt mile, but I don't really see seven all that much. Yeah. Seven's five, on a lot definitely. of the old on the a lot of the old um or like not the first ride lines, but the second wave. Uh, like okay. the Enigman. Right. Yeah. Before that, it they, was like they love checking top seven. Yeah, it was five, but you could do it like it stacked to the bottom. The seven shuffled, right? Okay, so here's what I love: they they like do it all like all the you know the good Photoshop, and then for the support cards, they're like, I couldn't think of anything. Fuck it, black. Um, <laughs> it, front. Yeah, I mean there there aren't a lot of Star Hulk cards to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, if they really wanted to, they only had like one other grade one that they could take for the art. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Star Hulk Maic is a uh, grade two on rear at the start of your opponent's battle phase. If you have a Vanguard with Brant and its card name, counterblast one, retire this unit. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards, and it gets continuous. This unit cannot be chosen by trigger effects until the end of turn. That's fine. It- like Brant is already reversing all of the trigger effects. This nullifies the power gain. Sure. Ooh. I think this card is. Why does it? Why is it counterblast? Why not? All right. That's a very bushy road thing to do. You know, you're right. <laughs> I would just. I yeah. I don't know. I think this card could be free, and I'm like, this card's fine. I I like how we're saying this is a very bushy road thing to do when it's us people. Not Bushirod people. Yeah, yeah, but I think I, th- I think like part of the uh, the skill of designing creative cards is making sure that you get close to as Bushirod what Bushirod would do as possible. I think this really does it. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's their intention, but because it it seems like you're like if you chose put retire this unit, right? Mm-hmm. You're like there maybe there should be a cost on here, right? Yeah, yeah. but does yeah. there really need to be? Like you think about would I play this card with the cost? Whatever, how how good is this card without the cost, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, is this card too good without the cost? And you're like, probably not. I and you just run it. Yeah. And then... But, uh, but, but Bushy Road put a cost on it, 100%. That's yeah. true. All right. Uh, so somebody grab this uh, grade three. Okay. If your Vanguard right. has... Oh, sorry. sorry go ahead. No, go right. ahead. All right. If your Vanguard has Brant in its name, all of your Vanguard gets 5k, and your opponent's Vanguard gets drive plus one. Uh, trigger units revealed for the third drive check or more of each turn are put into the drop zone instead of hand. Trigger effects activate. This okay. is awkward for the grade four. 
Wait, let me go back and make sure it doesn't randomly. Uh, it does not have triple drive. That's bizarre. Anyways, going back to the never mind. This card uh, is not awkward. The grade four at all. I just assumed the grade four triple drive since they all do. Me too. Yeah. No, uh, I had to go back and look again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This card's pretty funny. That's yeah. that second effect's kind of like interesting because then even just against uh, any of the like original ride lines, then their last drive check is not going into hand. And yeah, this is pretty awkward if you don't have the counter blast to actually activate Brant, but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that would be an uh, a different issue. Yeah, I would and say don't put your yourself. Can... I would say put, don't put yourself in that position. Yeah, and of course your opponent can just get rid of it. Yep, they should have just given itself five k. Like it'd be pretty funny if this died like during drive checks, and so it just lost like triple drive like during the second drive check, and so it didn't actually need to complete it. <laughs> it would have to be some effect very similar to like do- uh, Dracon- or uh, Dauntless Reverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's like every time you check a grade one or higher, it pops like a grade one or lower. Yeah, but like it needs to kill like big things. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. But, oh, well, I know <laughs> Drive, so I'm done checking actually. Uh, so what what do we think of this uh, little package that uh, A75 sent us overall? I think it's really cool. The only card that uh, is a little bit weird to me comes off as the grade one. Uh, just because I don't really know what the mill two is doing. Mm-hmm. But that's like basically the only like real problem I have with that. I think it's pretty cool. Right on. Um, so uh richard Pugh, lyrics underscore mad shout out to him he sent us so much musketeer support to the point where he just dm'd it to us because the character count was becoming a problem oh god yeah (laughs) decided on my musketeers as the deck for you guys to consider for this week's episode i'll start off with the ride line itself and then work into the uh Dedicated support. So you got, got the starter, uh, Lily of the Valley Musketeer Rebecca, grade one, 8K. Uh, when this unit is rode upon by uh, Kaivant, look at the top four cards of your deck, choose up to two grade two or less among them, call it to rear and shuffle. If you called one or more Bioroid or cards with Musketeer in their card names, draw one. That's quite powerful. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. That's amazing. Holy crap, that's like a double gold paladin. And that, then, is, yeah. that is incredibly strong, Jesus. <sighs> Probably too strong. You know what? I'll let Mustatira have this one. Or, uh, 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 yeah, go for Kaivon. So Kaivon is the grade two. Yeah. And this is wrote upon by the, a grade three with Musket. It's card name. You can retire a rear guard, look at top four, choose up to two cards from among them, call them to R. And if your opponent's vanguard is grade three or greater, the call units get boost until end of turn. Wow. Okay. Uh, I guess the one downside is you have to have something on rear to get the the plus from being not enough home. things retire early for that to be a problem. And you're calling two things off the grade one, so like they'd have to pop two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like swing at one and retire or something in the back. I don't. I don't know how you pull that off, really. But yeah. Um. That's still pretty wacko in in the fun way. Um, here, Rip Bear, you do a Cecilia. Okay, so White Lily Musketeer Cecilia. 
Uh, when you're Bioroid or a card with Musketeer on its name is placed on Rearguard Circle, it gets 5k until on the turn. If you Persona Road or place, or the place Rearguard has the Celian as card name, get its original crit becomes 2. Uh, Counterblast okay. 1, 3 normal units from Drop Zone Bomb your deck, retire Rearguard, look at top 5 cards. Choose up two cards from among them, call them, and those units get power plus 10,000. Holy crap, dude. Like a lot going on. Yeah. All right. So I actually think this is a pretty reasonable ride line, except that the grade one does not need to have draw a card at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. You're already ahead mm -hmm. on the grade one. So I don't know. Like I think the good draw card is a little superfluous. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it, it's quite powerful to have the draw card part, but I think the rest of it. I think Cecilia is quite strong. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard for me to know if this card is too powerful because it is restricted to Bioroid or whatever. Uh, well, mm -hmm. no, actually, the second ability is not restricted to anything at all. Yeah, uh, it's the power right. gain on itself. That's like, yeah. Um, if this is all restricted to Musketeer, I think it's quite reasonable, though. Yeah, like Musketeer and Bioroid, that's, like, fine for the power gain. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the other ones is, like, call any two things, but it's an axe, so it's not like you're getting extra attacks out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just oh, big. Oh, yeah. I think this being generic would be incredibly strong. Mm -hmm. But I would suspect that if they were going to do something with Musketeers, that it would be locked to Musketeers. But I could be incorrect. Are there? I'm trying to think of like Stoikea ways to get a fourth attack that aren't name locked. Don't think there are any. Uh, otherwise, Zorga wouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Worried about that un until they got heal. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. So, I, so as for now, I think that's the balancing act, right? Is it being yeah, like Celia is big, yeah. gets a crit, like you get big columns, but you don't get any extra attacks. That's fine. Which is very, it's very musketeer. Yeah. Well, other than B, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but like, I think this is a pretty reasonable... Uh, and obviously, we haven't seen the support cards, but like... Well, we're about to. Uh, mostly a reasonable ride line. I just think the grade one doesn't really need to draw a card because it already costs two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think especially like going second, like you get the draw, and then on the next turn, you uh, get two more cards from deck. And draw. draw. Yeah. And you're like just so far ahead. I mean, that could be, wasn't that a similar thing with Warua where it would be like really crazy right out of the gate and then like nosedive hard later? Uh, So, Rora is very strong on the ride up. I think turn three is where it's weakest because you like don't draw any cards. Mm -hmm. And then like with the new one, once you start Persona riding, you like get back. So it's weird. It's this weird deck where like you go, you ramp up pretty early and then. You plateau for a bit because you have a very strong offense still, but you don't draw any cards, and then you start going back up again once you Persona Ride, but that, like, one turn where you're not gaining any advantage could probably be, like, game-ending. Yeah, that's a pretty relevant turn to lose advantage to. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when white, most decks are hitting their powerful stuff. Yeah. Like, Alright, I can finally start doing the thing. Yeah, so like right now, like Rora has been a decent like rogue deck just because mm -hmm. it is so explosive early, and then I think it hasn't been doing much out of set eleven just because you have other decks that like maintain a pretty good pace throughout the game and then get really crazy when they ride the new grade threes. 
and Rora has that like slight dip on turn three where it's not doing much, where it's not like gaining advantage and everything else is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. All right. And now the support cards. I like. I like. I uh, had a little intro there. All right. Anemone Musketeer Susanna. So this is a grade one. Uh, once again, the Stoikea Neo Nectar Bioroid thing. Uh, auto on rear when it boosts. If your grade three or greater Vanguard has Musketeer in its card name, and two or more rear guards were called by card effects this turn, you may have this uh, unit give plus five k until end of battle. If you do, at the end of the, uh, that battle, Soul Blast and retire this unit, counter charge two. Counter charge two uh, seems like a lot. I feel like it's usually the other way around, right? Where you're like Soul Blast two, counter prob- charge one. It should probably be counter charge one, I think. Yeah. Uh, also, that should probably just be a separate ability. Uh, what, it, it's, it's really awkward. No, like... Uh, so the way it is, the way it's situated... The way the second ability needs to read is it needs to be when this attacks, if two or more units were placed this turn, Soul Blast 1, uh, no. no. Oh, yeah, Soul Blast 1. This gets power plus 5,000. Uh, and, and at the end of it. turn, retire it and counter charge 1 or counter charge whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a bit awkwardly worded like this because it's, it seems like it's a must that you need to retire it. Mm-hmm. But because it's a cost that makes it a may. So you can just have it gain 5k and then just never do the later effect. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of makes sense. Like if you want to just like, okay. It's fine if it works that way. It just is a little awkwardly worded because with the, if you do. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a, I think it's a, a fine card idea. I think the counter charge two is probably a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't uh, think you need to put like, if you do, right. Just put like at the end of that battle, you can, yeah, you can just make that a separate ability, really. Yeah, because yeah. like the, the, uh, there was that weird thing about like full stops where it like basically does not have to meet any of the other requirements. Right, mm-hmm. but the, I don't like if you like, so you have to make it gain five k. So you yeah. I, I, so in this case, yeah. you would need to place two cards so you can choose to get five k to have the option to retire to counter charge. Yeah, yeah, but that is musketeers is pretty much always going to fulfill that condition. I don't know. It's just a. Uh, uh, I guess that's the thing. Like, if it's a full it. stop, then you don't have to care about having a musketeer vanguard or calling two things because that's how Bushi Road ruled it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's, uh, also, yeah, it no, it is interesting that this is only when it boosts. So if it's mm-hmm. the attacker, it does not get to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an enemy musketeer, Susanna, new counter charge engine for every green nation. Yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> but your well, no, because they have as name. it's currently worded now, it's locked to musketeers. But like, yeah. Yeah. I know, but it's funny. Um, Counter two feels incredibly powerful. That feels I, like a lot for D. Uh, yeah, it definitely does. All right, so next one is Dandelion Musketeer Merka. Uh, it's another grade one AK. When it's placed on rear by your card's ability, put a card from your hand to soul, draw a card. That's sure. reasonable. Okay. And then auto on rear when the scene of boost. If two or more regards are placed this turn or placed by card effects this turn, the boosted unit gets power plus 10,000 until end of battle. If you call the card with the same name as your Vanguard this turn, the boosted unit gets critical plus one until the end of battle. I like it. That's pretty cool. That is quite yeah. powerful. I think that's cool. I feel like maybe there should have been a cost if it's going to be 10k and a crit, but like, you know, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make it a counter blast if you're gonna put counter charge in it. 
Yeah. Like, if you're going to make a counter charge, too, this might as well cost a counter blast, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, the, I think this is, like, for a deck that's not going to attack four times, I think you need stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You could always have the 10k be free and then have the crit be locked by in the counter Nah, just because just no, you're, no, you're already deciding what you're going to do with it, so just make it a cost counter blast up front. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, by calling Cecilia to rear, you're already already planning to do this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it, it, like this is just part of the turn planning that you can just always make this counter plus yeah. one, and that's fine. Right. Like, you're giving up your persona ride for that. Like, that right. better. Uh, you can shuffle. Well, can... you can shuffle them back with the Cecilia. Yes, well, but you don't have the next card. You don't have immediate access to the. Oh my god, fine, just do it. Go. <laughs> Tulip Musketeer Mina. So at the end of the battle, this unit boosted. If you have a grade three or grade musketeer, counter blast one, retire, choose a grade three regard, put it in your hand. Okay, fine. Way to bury the lead, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out you're not giving up shit. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, that I guess that answers that question. That's even mm-hmm. crazier where you can go, all right, check top four, you know, check top three, call call two things. I'll call the Cecilia, and then I, I have the um, the Mina on board to then bounce it to then get my Persona ride next turn. Yeah. yeah. This card's uh, reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if the mecha- if the deck is going to require you to be call, call, to call copies of your Vanguard, that something like this probably needs to exist. Definitely. Um, uh, I, you could probably make this go to soul and it's fine out also. Yeah, but then well, no, retiring it might be strictly better in this case because you'd want to yeah. put the stuff back in deck. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually soul I think is better, but I think with the grade three, you want to make sure you have enough normal units going to drop, mm-hmm. which you can run out of if you're not retiring them enough. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Ruth, I guess it's my turn. Yep. Um, Water Lily Musketeer Ruth. So another grade one. We ha- we t- see a lot of grade ones. I've noticed. We're getting there. We're getting there. Come on, there. Um, Chill out. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> continuous in the back row center, uh, rear guard circle. If you have your uh, grade three or greater vanguard with Musketeer in its name, when your card effect would return cards from your drop zone to your deck, your trigger units other than over triggers are regarded as normal units. Uh, I don't like this card already. And then continuous on rear. If two or more rear guards are replaced by card effects, this unit gets plus 10k. So. Uh, this is a, a little lot. too wacky. Too wacky? Or? Um, generally, I would have. I, I am scared of cards like this, mm-hmm. uh, especially if, if Musketeers, like. If this theoretical musketeer got to a point where it was acting like legionnaire musketeers, right? Yeah. And then you imagine that for every cost, you're just shuffling two triggers back in your deck, and so your deck is just all triggers all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is quite obnoxious. Like the reason Sheltered Era Spangled was banned from premium was because you could loop triggers back into the deck with uh, uh, Pom or whatever the name is, the stride. And they banned it just for the loop. And with this, you can do essentially the same thing. Um, it is slower because, like, is, obviously, yeah. like, but uh, this feels quite insane. Yeah. Well, because also, this doesn't have to do anything. You put it behind Vanguard, and unless your opponent can blow it up, you're set for the whole game. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. 
And because Cecilia can give herself an extra crit, the plus 10k given to Ruth, like, that's something. And you're playing Musketeers, so you're always going to find it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Feels way too strong to me. But this is kind of the first card I've seen in this that's so almost like this is kind of ridiculous. this is kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm still kind of stemmed. I understand by... the idea though. Yeah, like if we're, if we're still on the <laughs> it's three attacks per turn, calm your tits type of deal, maybe, maybe. Mm, or, yeah, mm. it, it, but still, I mean, we're, we're even on the end here. like at some point, I, I think I, I think like... I think Richard's idea. Was that at some point you would have to put like regular normal units back in your deck, mm -hmm. you know, to like hit reasonable things, which mm -hmm. is fair. You might want to do that at some point, but now this lets you just like in your deck basically, whiff, basically whiff, mm -hmm. you know, where you're just like, oh, I'm gonna search top four, I'm gonna shuffle three triggers back, I'm gonna search top four, five, or whatever. I'm like, oh, I hit nothing, unfortunate. Yeah, and you're like, come on, man. Mm. <laughs> and your deck's just all triggers and it's like that can happen so but well, oh you have to retire one yeah yeah but you're like guaranteeing trigger checks every turn well especially like okay in the earlier game it's putting it on the bottom and then you search so like if you if you find this early and it, it then turns into i put all triggers back in the early game and then mm -hmm. and then like if you find some way to shuffle then you're set for the later game um, and then later game, you might want to be, or mid to later game, you want to start putting the normal units back because you've used them already. But it's how it's about how fast they can get to that point. Yeah, because Musketeers it classically gets there much faster than other decks. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Why don't we? Maybe Augusto can give us some answers. All right. So Cherry Blossom Musketeer Augusto. This is a great two now, so Atlas can calm down. So if a grade three or greater vanguard has musketeer its card name, it gets five plus five thousand. This also is on opponent's turn. It's continuous. Okay. And then an auto when it's placed on the rear. If your vanguard is musketeer its card name, you can discard a card. Look at top four. Choose up to one unit with a grade equal or less than your vanguard's grade. Call to rear and shuffle your deck. Okay. Sure. Reasonable card. That's that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> nice beat stick. Um, that's definitely a wise card. <laughs> <laughs> Weiss, yeah. Weiss would add the card you add get to hand though, not to uh Ah, okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Got gotta put that on your stage or whatever it's called. Uh nobody calls it that. What do they actually call it? They call field? it the field, yeah. Yeah. Because it, well it's supposed to so it's really annoying. So Weiss has five card zones, right? Yeah. Three in the front, two in the back. Okay. Uh center stage is the front row. Okay. You understand the problem with this, right? Yes. Because there's a center slot mm -hmm. of the center stage. Yes. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I, I can anyway, understand that. Anyway, no, if anyone uses English Weiss Schwartz term, they're a cop. <laughs> I'm going to say that straight up. How do you do, fellow Bushiro fans? Let me let me let me see let me see if I can find some English wife Schwartz term for you. Okay. Okay, uh, Rupert, you, you do the next one while he's looking that up. I'm laughing okay. too hard. We're on Sylvia now. Yeah, we're on Sylvia. Uh, if you call two or more cards by car effect this turn, gets five k. If you call same name as Vanguard, gets a crit. Uh, if it hits a grade three or greater, and if you have a grade three or greater musketeer. 
Two normal units from drop zone, bottom of the deck, retire another rear guard, soul charge one, and draw a card. Okay, so two on bottom, you've got to kill something to get the soul charge in the draw. So yeah. it kind of just turns out being a wash in terms of hand size. Yeah. Like, well, the, the premise is that you're just calling all of your units by card effect, then, mm -hmm. like, hand size is increasing, yeah. and you're getting a soul charge, but it does have to hit. Yes. And if all of your units are getting crits, these become less and less likely to hit. Yeah. Dang, I would almost say take off the crit, give it an extra 5k. Yeah. This... Yeah. This one does seem, being an on-hit, does feel like the crit starts to become counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. But it is also the thing that you like, you have to constantly call Cecilia's for this deck to function. Yes. So there's there's the, the big cabbage then. Is, uh, mm -hmm. If you don't find your Persona ride, you're kind of screwed, which uh, yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. that's balancing, right? Yeah, although your numbers are getting quite large. Mm -hmm. Although that's never helped Zorga all that much, but Zorga also has other consider other things that are a problem for it. I see. What, like oh, hand size and the whole order no have shield problem or yeah well yeah because like half your deck just doesn't have shield value so it's just yeah. like cool better uh it better matter um let's see so platiso uh platiso musketeer avelina's grade two um when placed on rear by your card's effect if your vanguard has musketeer in its card name retire another rear guard and draw one um, and then auto when this is retired by your cards effect. Okay, so we're now starting to get into cards that want to be retired. Mm -hmm. um, when this unit is retired by your cards effect during your turn, if you have a grade three or greater vanguard that has musketeer, choose two of your units and they get plus five k until end of turn. Hmm. This is. It... God, I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's fuel, but it doesn't really do all that much itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something you can always just kind of go through, right? Yeah. On paper, you're like, well, I got to run four of this, right? You got to, but I think in the end, you'd probably have it as like a two of. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at some point you just retire whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like you're you're going through stuff so quickly anyway that. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's you know uh like what they say where um two people dying is a tragedy two thousand people dying is a statistic or whatever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um okay uh let's see uh matt you're still looking for white stuff right yeah, yeah. so so the okay. one that the one that comes to mind is um there's a something that we used to call bodyguard and back in the cool. old days. And so bodyguard is a pretty rare ability on wise cards. It's basically that if, if the character with the bodyguard ability is in the set is in the front row center slot. Yeah. Right smack in the middle, you have to attack that one. Okay. With usually you attack in a lane. Yeah. Like characters attack the character directly yeah. in front of them. Yeah. With bodyguard, you have to attack the bodyguard. Okay. And the translation is great performance. But nobody uses that. At least at least not when I played. And if you do, you're a cop. It kind of reminds me of a 
in Yu-Gi-Oh! where Konami was like, this is going to break the format, and then they release a great ship of Theseus. The, <laughs> the sea the, monster. It's, like, it's like if you were talking to someone about JoJo and they started using the English localizations. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're, you're, not a, you're, like, you're not a real human being. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you are not, like, who are you? You don't you know like saying? the great stand zipper man. <laughs> <laughs> the thankful, the thankful death. Yeah. Gabe, if you're listening out there, that was a JoJo reference. Um, so White Rose Musketeer Alberto, uh, grade two. Auto and rear when this unit attacks. If you have two or more rear guard, if two or more rear guards are replaced by card effects this turn, you may have this uh, unit get plus five K till in that battle. If you do, at the end of that battle, again, we have the thing of, like, if you do cost now, put this unit into your soul and countercharge one. More countercharging. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have two things that countercharge. And it's like, what counter... Yeah. I don't think you need one of these. Uh, Or you could have both if they were both just countercharge one. mm -hmm. The fact that one of them is countercharge two. That's a lot of countercharge just for, like, you know, mm-hmm. like most X and D don't even have one. That's yeah. true. And a lot of them get by regardless. Yep. Because you just use the counter boss when you need it. I think also thinking forcing people to use the resources like deliberately is important. I think like giving people too much counter charge because kind of entice people to just kind of use stuff whenever they mm-hmm. want. And they should be forced to make a decision on how they spend those resources. What do you, what do you mean? Like uh, forces them to use it deliberately. Like, imagine you had infinite you had infinite counterblast in Vanguard, right? Yeah, you'd be playing a lot more cards that it would otherwise like you would not play, right? Yeah, yep. Like even like let's imagine a version of Vanguard where every turn you flipped up all your counterblast face up. Yeah, and this so your incentive is- now was to use all of your counterblast every turn. Yeah, so yeah. basically right? Night Rose. Yeah, basically Night Rose. <laughs> um, so then. You would be playing cards way. You would be playing cards that have heavy counterblast costs way more, way differently than you would yeah. if you, you know, as it works now, right? Where you're like, yeah. oh well, I need to make sure I, I can't put myself in a position. Like, let's say you're at four damage and you use up all your counterblast. If your opponent just doesn't give you another damage or threatens you with two damage every time, you're stuck on the next turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? because you you used all the resources you had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- I think that is important. Yeah, because then, you know, if you're just, like, getting it all back every turn, to be like, oh, counterblast two to gain a crit? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. But, like, okay. I think, like, but if you can imagine kind of the theoretical world where you just have, like, you know, all your counterblast every turn, you'd be playing the game wildly differently. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I also would love Matt to do that exact same monologue again in Rod Serling's voice. I don't know who that is. The guy from the Twilight Zone. Ah, I yeah. see. <laughs> Imagine if you will. No. Nah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. Um, Countercharge right. every turn Vanguard custom format. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Everyone just plays Night Rose. It's fine. All right. So the last one is a grade three Black Lily Musketeer Herman. Yeah. Um, during your turn, this unit gets power plus 2,000 for each of your regards that were replaced by card effects this turn. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then auto on rear. Uh, once per turn at the end of battle, that this unit attacked the Vanguard. If you're great to your or greater Vanguard's Musketeer's card name, you can call and you call two or more cards this turn. Counterblast one, put three normal cards from your drop to the bottom of your deck. Retire to the rear guard and stand this. Oh, this probably shouldn't. 
this one probably shouldn't exist with all the cards that gain crits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because the grade up, one gives can you, a crit, right? Can you go back up to the grade one, please? Which one? The one that gives a crit. The one that gives a crit? Is that Merka? I think so. Uh, it was like I'm the first grade it. one. Hot. Oh, no. Hot. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Merka. And it gets okay. 10k. I guess 10k until the end of the... Okay, so it's only until end of battle. Okay, so interestingly about this card, this card does not have to give the crit to the one that is that has the same name. It can give it to this uh, this card. Hermit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just had to... I'm not sure fault. if that's intended. That is in quite insane. Yeah. Because uh, that's, that seems to be intended because it would just be like whatever it's boosting, it's powering it yeah, up. Yeah, that is, that is ridiculous. Okay, so Zorga theoretically could get into a position where you're swinging four times with huge numbers and two, and then the prison dragons have the crits, but, like, well, that needs, it, like... Is it ridiculous if the Grave One also costs a counterblast? Because then you're looking at a three CB turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess this one is contingent on you calling the Cecilia, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's not really a cost, right? Mm-hmm. And with all the countercharging, this is basically dual. Like, as it stands, with the countercharging as it is, this is basically doable every turn. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, it's quite strong. I, I think the, I think there's an idea here. The numbers need some tweaking, I think. But, like, yeah. obviously, it's just like a creative card. So the numbers are going to be always a little off. That's the hardest part, actually, is, uh, is tuning uh, things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, in fact, most of the time in game design goes toward playtesting. Uh, yeah. Pretty easy to get kind of the basic idea or vision of a game down, but the real test of your metal is kind of tuning it into something that you've put a lot of thought into and ha- have worked out really tiny interactions or making sure every moment is fun and makes sense in some fashion. And that takes a long time. Yeah. And um, like, and sometimes you're just Konami. And well, and like you're not gonna do everything. Well, in Konami's case, it's there's no set rotation, so every you, you know you, you'll forget. You will forget. There's no stuff. set rotation. Tell that to people who bought early. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, like it's okay to have an interaction you didn't see coming as long as you're like fairly quick about dealing with it on your. Yeah. I mean, I just think like how long was Firewall Dragon legal? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just think like I think I think this is uh, I think this is a pretty cool ride line and cool support. Mm-hmm. Um, Musketeers are something that people really really like uh, and has people have liked for a long time, um, especially because they have hats. I think that's a big reason why people like them. But I think, but yeah, I think as it stands to me, in a very kind of objective approach, I think the restanding two crit rear guard is quite strong especially mm-hmm. with the amount of counter charging that is available to this so you can basically do it every turn yeah. uh at least just from a cursory glance oh well, mm-hmm. so it's not going to restand with the crit because the crow is only until end of battle but there is a oh, world my bad where, my bad my bad i thought but the there crit- is a world where you have like three attacks that all have crits and then this restands for a fourth attack mm-hmm. which is still like pretty ridiculous like even zorga doesn't get to that level if even if you high roll and get all of your prison dragons, <laughs> this is one of those things where, like, I wish we had an Edo Pro or something where you could plug in custom cards and try it out. Because oh, I tried to be nice, out. yeah. Um, so we sure would get on it. Uh, 
we were i was gonna uh show my great nature ride line but we're getting close to an hour i think what i'm gonna do instead is i made a few royal paladin cards for premium that are named after historical figures wait a minute what we said no keter oh that's <laughs> right do you not want me to do that then because no, this, this, this is forever ago this is like may okay okay, okay, okay. All, right. all right there's just three cards uh so um Knight of Cowardice Charles is a, a grade one for uh, Royal Paladin. Um, and then act in hand. You can discard this card. Soul charge one. Brave abilities of your cards are active until the end of this turn. Uh, auto on van or rear when it's placed. Draw one card, and that's a hard one per turn. And then auto on rear at the end of the battle that this unit attacked or boosted. Retire this unit. <laughs> Hmm. Bonus points if you can name the historical figure. Could not tell you. Yeah. I'm kind of checked out at this point. Okay. Um. So I just wanted like support for Brave that wasn't overly mm -hmm. obtuse. I think it'd be nice to just be like, man, chuck it. <laughs> it's online. <laughs> and then, um, but it's a uh, it's a uh, Charles the Bald the um. One of uh, Charlemagne's grandsons. I see. Yeah. Is that the one of the ones who were like, or that's not the ones who split up his empire, right? That, like, that is one of the ones who oh, split up. Oh, that is empire. one of the ones. I yeah. see. Yeah. I see. All right. Um, next one is uh, it's a G-Guard Divine Knight of Board Games Cosro. And because, uh, like, I know Brave has that kind of Middle Eastern aesthetic. So I thought I'd do like, you know, Iranian Empire here. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, G-Guardian, continuous for each unit on you and your opponent's rear guard. This unit gets shield plus 5,000. All right. Yeah, pretty pretty, pretty straightforward. Neat. Yeah, like, a lot of Royals G-Guards are like, if you have things on your side, get shield. And it's like, what if your board's empty? They're like, eh, sucks for you. <laughs> Die. Yeah. Sounds uh, about right. Yeah, and this is also one of the the G guards that gets around uh, Ichi Kashima's no no auto abilities. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and then lastly, uh, Emperor of Pragmatism Belisarius. So uh, here's another G guardian. When placed on guard circle, perform up to all of the following, depending on the number of your rear guards. So if you have one or less, choose one. Choose your vanguard and deal one damage. Uh, if you have two or more, choose one of your vanguards. Uh, that unit gets plus 5k power until end of turn. If you have three or more, this unit gets shield plus 15k until end of the battle. I, I wrote end of turn, should have been end of the battle. And then four or more, discard a card from your hand, choose your opponent's vanguard. That unit gets crit minus one, drive minus one until end of that battle. And then five or more, your, your vanguard can't be hit until end of the battle. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so it like, as your, um, at, like the fuller your board is, the the bigger of a. I like how if you have no board, this just uh, like actually hinders you. It's yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> that's a good bit. Yeah, it's like you actually just can't use this if you have no rear guards. That's yeah. Funny. Or it'd be pretty funny if like your opponent's actively damage denying you. They go after a rear guard, and, you, and the like one rear guard you have, you're like, all right, and I damage myself. <laughs> yeah that's like such a bizarre edge case but this is pretty funny nonetheless 
Yeah, the funny part is you can do all of these if you have the full board. Yeah, um, I'm aware. I, I, this is more for the listeners. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was fun, um, and I, I think it was a good time designing this. Uh, yeah. So I guess next time we do a create a card episode, I'll we'll do the Grey Nature one. Uh, Richard also sent us a, a, a Overlord stuff, so maybe we'll look at that. Or mm -hmm. if you want to see it. You want to see your stuff uh, talked about on the show? Please send it to us at Nexus oh, at yeah, Night. Go show my amazing creator card. <laughs> Which one? What am I looking? I just for? sent you. Oh right, I <laughs> forgot this. Uh, okay. Behold, for people <laughs> watching, Rootbeer's amazing creator card. I use the cool art. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Silent Tom. It's just Silent Tom. No, there's no effect. No. It's literally just the word. That, that is the Silent Tom. It doesn't actually yeah. have it. It doesn't need to have it, right? Everyone already knows what Silent Tom does. It's just Silent Tom. <laughs> yeah, we should just print we should just print Silent Tom in D exactly the same card, like eight thousand power. Your opponent just can't call grade zeros the guard circle. It's just silent tom. It's just silent tom. Honestly, you can make a t-shirt out of this. Just like the picture, and then it's just Silent Tom. <laughs> I'm still a fan of the Walter White art myself, but I see what people are getting at. Um, that's me. Anyway, yeah. Uh, send us your creative cards at Nexus at Night on uh, Twitter, or you can, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment them below, please. And leave a like. Help, helps, uh, helps the channel out. Patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Also helps us out. Uh, thank you to uh, Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, GR, and Ali for being ten dollar patrons. Uh, if you want a bonus show every week, uh, five bucks a month. And if you want to just join, join our Discord, throw us a buck. You get get in. Um, so yeah, where can they find the rest of us? I mean, on Twitter at Wiggums Two Gs Two Gs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or on YouTube at the Epileptic Comic. Or uh, my other podcast, uh, Generation Dan, which is gener at Generation Dan or Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. So, yeah. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And it was just Silent Tom. And have a good <laughs> night, everybody.